There we are. Welcome in to the first episode, the first edition of something I am very, very excited about. It is the Bet Like Mike Show. My name is John Jansen, joined by Mike North, the star of the show. Always the star of the show. Oh, anytime, anytime Mike North is on a show, he is stealing the show, basically. every quit it, time. Johnny, quit But, but you, you yesterday, and I'm going to start off right away. You yesterday stole the show. You put out a video on Twitter. And I had people asking me, and and everybody was talking about the shirt that you were wearing during the video, the rolling stoned shirt with marijuana on the Did tongue of the rolling one? on the yeah on the rolling stones tongue of their logo. And uh, people, <laughs> all I gotta know is what are the origins of that shirt, and how do I get one? It was a gift. I worked. Uh, I don't know. That's a heck of a gift. I need to I, I need to know that person if they're going to give out gifts like that. I didn't know if they had a hidden message or what have you, John. But uh, I will tell you, it's, it it did get a lot of attention. It was good for our new show, which is going to be on every single day from on Monday to Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Can they handle five days of us, Mike North? Uh, that five days of us from uh, starting at noon each day. Even <laughs> if we lose, they'll handle us because this is entertainment. <laughs> That's entertainment. And I'm going to tell you something. John Jansen, I call him Johnny J. Because there's a million John Jansons out there. Anybody could be a John Jansen. Come I'm not on. the only John Jansen in radio. I will say no, that. No. no. Johnny J is my <laughs> thing. Because we can save a few seconds because it's only going to be a 20-minute show. Well, we're going to be discussing all sorts of topics. First off, thank you to you for being uh, uh, hosting this event that we're going to be doing every day along with me. Along <laughs> also with Jeff Schwartz, uh, the guru of my uh my existence, if you will, uh, the bane <laughs> of it sometimes, who uh, uh, helped out with the deal, and my lovely wife, Bebe, who's always there to be uh, by my side. Uh, and also, uh, Jason, you say his last name, because I always butcher it. Go ahead. Jason Mizrahi? Oh, yeah, no. absolutely. Jason, Jason everybody at, at Win Daily Sports, it's always great to be part of a team. And we're going to be giving out uh, our bets the last five minutes of the show. Uh, but, John, I got to tell you, the first uh, and I love how you have everything on the yellow notepad. That is that is right. That is old school radio at its finest. Oh, the, the yellow notepad with all the notes on there. If I have a white pad, I'm I'm helpless. <laughs> Are you kidding me? There was a talk show host named Mike Murphy that used to have a yellow pad. I have the yellow pad. This is how I do it. I just write down what I, is going to tickle my fancy, including uh, something from Slitsky today. L S L I C K Z Y one hundred one on Twitter. And there was a list of the most obnoxious or annoying fans in football, pro football. And they called them annoying. New Orleans was number one. Well, that's because everybody's hammered, okay? And everybody's drunk and it's New Orleans. Really? New Orleans? I would have never guessed New Orleans. Me neither. But number two was I, I could have, Chicago Bears, and I would have guessed every minute of it. Okay, I would have, I would have assumed that Chicago would have been up there, uh, but I also would have imagined that uh, a certain city that I live in, uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. Third. I mean, Green Bay, your usual cast of characters, okay? So what I'm trying to tell you, but some people mistook the bear thing for being dumb, which we also have a corner on. But then when you start (laughs) talking about Philadelphia, New York, I mean, New York don't even play in New York. And, and, And to me, when you start talking about annoying or dumb or whatever, it's every fan base has that group. Every fan base has that group, but you have oh, some yeah. like Green Bay who are arrogant, Philadelphia, 
who are Philadelphia's Philadelphia is very reactionary. Um, Philadelphia is a day by it, it's baseball. Let's just say 162 games and Philly fans react to every single game. Like it's the end of the season or it's just like Aaron Nola had one bad start yesterday and all of a sudden he's right. bad. It's, it's just the Philly fans are. Fit. Well, I yeah. And I told everybody, I you people that. are out of your mind. Knock it off. The guy knows he makes a mistake or two, but he wins your baseball games, thinks ahead of the other manager, and he's a winner in the dugout. So I want to thank Slitsky for telling me what I already knew, that you know, if you are, if you are in any fan base now and you would dare talk about your team's pick in a negative way, you will be shouted down by the mob. Unless you're somebody like myself who don't care. Because the nonsense I'm hearing about these quarterbacks, all of them, all of them, is they can't miss. And I'm telling you, all of them, all of them probably will miss or there's a better chance of them missing. Period. Yeah, and- and I was saying this on uh, on the Wind Daily Sports Show last night on Sirius XM. There's only one quarterback that was really can't miss in this draft, and that was Trevor Lawrence. But he's the once in a, once in a generation. Like this guy has been the best quarterback prospect probably ever. It, it, I mean, it's it, one of the top quarterback prospects. He's up there with you know the the Elways and Peyton Manning's and all of that. But that doesn't come around very often. And I don't think I love Justin Fields. I think he was a great pick for Chicago. But it doesn't mean he was can't miss. It doesn't mean Trey Lance's can't miss, or even Z- miss, even Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is, I think, a, a big chance of busting in New York. Absolutely. See, see so what, what is- are we talking about here? People that tell you your quarterback in the draft can't miss are people who are just going along with the with the flow. I mean, to say you have no proof of this except oh, the yeah. dude. Well, I think the proof is in all of the busts or quarterbacks that have moved on from their initial teams after the first that have gone drafted in the first round after their first four years of the rookie contract. Their fifth year options aren't getting picked up very often. They're either getting traded like Carson Wentz and Jared Goff, both number one and number two being traded. Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota are a big example of that. Uh, Andrew Luck and Robert Griffin didn't really last long. I know Andrew Luck was more of just retiring because uh, Indianapolis didn't ever get him an offensive line to keep him healthy. Oh, but, yeah, the, pr- the proof is in the, the first round quarterbacks that have not done well in the past. The Andrew Luck pity party, I've never figured out. Believe me. Arrogant he, t- he, he took a beating. I will admit, he took an absolute beating throughout his career. Welcome. And- I understand that, but he was big. He also got away from rushes. Everybody always talks about what happened to Andrew Luck. I think a lot of good things happened to him, except he, one thing. Yeah. He didn't win it all. That's all. Now, we all agree that the NFL has fan bases that are imbalanced. Period. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to say it one more time, then I'm going to move on. Every one of these quarterbacks. <laughs> If you want to argue against them, you have every right to based on the teams that took them. Absolutely. Now, let's talk about the Chicago White Sox, okay, who you panned about a week ago. I saw you on one of your baseball shows of the 55 shows that you do. Um, <laughs> I, I know. There's there's so many life. receipts that people can take from my shows. <laughs> I, I go on too many. I absolutely aggravate everybody by saying every time the Sox wins, cheers. Uh, with a with a glass on Twitter at North to North, where you can get me, by the way, folks. And and uh, Tony Larusa was a genius hire. I know he's made some mistakes. I'll be the first. I'm a defender, and I said you can't make a mistake where you don't know the rules. Yeah. 
I'm serious. You're Tony LaRusso. Joe Girardi's done that. I, I, there have been a few managers to oh, do that this season, Rocco which has been Bardelli's odd. Yeah. Rocco yeah. Baldelli went out exactly. to the mound, and they already had gone out to the mound, and he forgot all about it. He had to, he had to pull a picture with the shutter. But what I'm telling you is that when you have him in that dugout, you have a little bit of an edge. I don't care. You might have screwed up a game or two, but he believes in them. They're a happy ball club. They know somebody's got their back. And when Jose Abreu, who's their most vocal leader, yeah. says we got him, he's our guy, then the press will go away. I'm not necessarily saying that is a good thing or a bad thing. Right now, it's a good thing. If he makes a couple more mistakes, fine. The Chicago Cubs have surprised. I had Ozzie Guillen already in the dugout in place of David Ross, and now they've <laughs> turned it around, John. So, and I talked to you before even the show, before we just went on. You said you don't know which way to go on them now when you bet them. Yeah, yeah. They're one team that I'm just I, – I have no idea. It's it's almost like the Angels a little bit. Like I know the talent's there, but I just can't bet them because they, they win enough games that I, I'm intrigued by, but they also lose enough that I'm just – I have no idea. So the Cubs are one of those teams, but the White Sox – um, th it shows you just what happens when you do really well with your farm system and can uh, nurture talent because they have had talent rise up through the ranks and their starting pitching now is coming together in a way where Dylan Cease is looking great. Lucas Giolito had a breakthrough year last season. Uh, they are just getting so many. And Carlos Rodon is finally having the year that we thought he was going to. With the White He's Sox, 40 to one. He's 40 to 1 for the Cy Young right now. That's oh, is he really? That's what I hear, but I, I'm sure it will be going down. Yeah, I'm well, sure that should that has to be going down very soon uh, because it's it's just hard to ignore the the way he's pitching so far this season. Lance Lynn, look at that for the White Sox out of the top six or yeah, top six players for the AL Cy Young. Carlos Rodon is plus one thousand. Lance Lynn is plus thirteen hundred, and Lucas Giolito is plus fourteen hundred. They can't score, or they can't win with Giolito. But everybody else, Lance Lynn, I said he'll lead up innings. But what's he actually going to do for you? And he's doing it now. We were just talking about Rodon and what can happen in baseball, though, is it can go the other way. Yeah. Example A: the Kansas City Royals. They can't win a baseball game right now, and no. they look like. They came out of the gate just like that. That's just the way the game is right now. The Los Angeles Dodgers. I mean, they got swept by the Chicago Cubs, where they, they finally got their AAU title from last year in a 60-game season. But what's going on with them? What's yeah. going on with the Los Angeles Dodgers? I've never been a believer in them for a full season. That's why in a lot of areas, sports was an aberration last year because of the shortness of schedule and everything else, John. Uh, the Royals was expected. The Dodgers struggles, especially. I think they're five and fifteen against against the number with the number the last twenty games. So yeah. you've given back anything you thought, or you're losing with the Dodgers right now. No, I've obviously. I think with betting baseball, it's kind of identifying. It, it's being able to identify. Okay, a team's not playing well. Uh, you know, because in the beginning of the season, Oakland wasn't good. Let's just say an example of this. Oakland right. in the first week couldn't win a game and they were getting destroyed. But it was identifying during that losing streak, okay, now I can hop on the Athletics bandwagon and continue to bet them because now they're winning. And so it, it's a little bit of trying to just figure out, okay, the Dodgers now, I just I can't bet them. The number has always been way too high. Sure and now during the losing streak, it is just you You're stay far. Yeah, and it's not even a losing streak. If they're playing 500 baseball, it's not worth betting them because their price is 
a minus 180 or more, no matter what the pitcher, because Urias is getting a big number. Trevor Bauer is getting a big number. Clayton Kershaw gets a big number. So it's just not worth betting the Dodgers at all at this point. Eventually, I think they get it going because unlike the Kansas City Royals, the Dodgers have plenty of talent. So I can see them rattling off 10, 15 straight wins at some point this season and everything's fine again. But uh, yeah, this is kind of the, you know, it's baseball and one of those things that happens. Okay. And you need to stay away from the Dodgers, at least at this point. Yeah, absolutely. But that number, they'll still get yeah. a big number no matter what they're going absolutely. for. Absolutely, okay. yep. Off baseball, we go to the Kentucky Derby. He cheated. Uh, enough. Uh, enough uh, with the nonsense, please. It's Bob Baffert. He cheated. Sorry. I saw him on Fox this morning. Oh, he is unhinged. He is unhinged right now. There's Baffert is doing everything he can to try and keep his reputation up, and it's leading to some absolutely bizarre moments with him. He is yeah. he's losing him. He is the round finger who's starting to lose his voice. Yeah. Uh, he got his seventh, his seventh Kentucky Derby. And Bob Baffert, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you this right now. Tom Brady, I don't believe, was the cheater everybody thinks he is. Okay? Bill Belichick, maybe he did push the envelope. I know that the Houston Astros cheated. Oh, yeah. I know that Boston cheated. That Cora and Hinch and and now they're crying about the taunting that they're taking. They should all be out of baseball in my world. But that's beside the point. Oh, we couldn't do that to them now. Let's just lose the integrity of the game. Okay, so when I see things listed, where does baseball rank amongst now cycling and boxing and <laughs> horse racing? That would have never been until now. Now, that being said, I don't even know why I'm looking, but that being said, Bob <laughs> has been involved in scandal and cheating forever, folks. So let's just put it where it is. I heard him today say tainted test. Then I heard him say a sentence later, contaminated test. Okay, which one is it? I thought they were both the same, basically. But tainted <laughs> might have been somebody fixed it. Contaminated might have been it wasn't refrigerated. Let me tell everybody this. Bob Baffert should be refrigerated. The Kentucky Derby's name is stained because, once again, you got a guy that you just can't believe under mumbling and stumbling on television today. Yeah, it's been a really bad look. And the the, the problem and, and what's really what really sucks about it all is that I, I think where the conundrum that horse racing is in, they just had incredible viewing numbers yes. over the weekend for the Kentucky Derby. And it was an amazing story. Medina Spirit, Bob Baffert winning his, I think, sixth or seventh Kentucky Derby. And it's and I'm sure now everybody is we're getting ready for the preakness. Everybody had or or whoever is doing it, NBC. Definitely had the video packages ready. Bob Baffert going for the triple crown. Bob Baffert did it again at the Derby, and he's going to go for the – and now everything just tear up every single script you have for those promos. And your it's tickets. all done. And your tickets. And your tickets. Up. Isn't that the interesting thing? What Because the betting thing came up. Like, should the people who have Medina Spirit now, you know, have to, you know, give – I hate to say give money back because that doesn't seem right. They're but also, it, it – I the, the problem it's not the horsey's fault. No, oh, and the horsey didn't do anything. Unlike human beings, Bob Baffert. I heard I saw somebody on Twitter say yesterday he's Lance Armstrong. So we'll jump off this topic. And Johnny, uh -huh. now's the time where everybody gets a chance to meet you. Oh, really no. get to know you. Oh, no. I mean, I know I bumped into everybody one time or another because I got that that length of age. I call it length of age. You have oh, no. so. We're going to be giving out our picks at the end of every show that we do Monday through Friday here on Win Daily Sports. 
And make sure you follow Win Daily Sports. I'm only giving these picks, and John's only giving these picks. Well, John, I can give the picks out all over. My picks will not be tweeted no longer. There were people with only them. here, only here on the bet like Mike show. Only here, except on Wednesdays, I'll do one for Bear Barroom on Fridays, of course. Nice AM one thousand. So I got three different platforms to give it on. But I'm going to let you start off. Do you lean a game tonight? Baseball, very bad card. Oh, it's an awful card. Um, that and of course the first show we do here on this program, WinDailySports.com, <laughs> the Bet Like not Mike show, and it is the worst pile of garbage slate I have ever seen in, in my entire life. Not that's probably uh, over exaggerating. Yeah. It's bad though. At least in the moment it's bad. Uh, if I would lean anyway, I'd probably lean the Red Sox a slight bit. They're minus 139 favorite. I know it's on the road. Martin Perez lefty and the Orioles do well, uh, but it's hard to ignore just how good that uh, the Red Sox have been. And it's that's a price that I'm kind of willing to pay, minus 139 for the Red Sox. Uh, Jorge Lopez, I think they should have a pretty easy time being able to hit him. Uh, but the, the only concern I'd have in this one is just Martin Perez against the Orioles, who do hit lefties well. But I'm getting a team that's 22-13 and 13 this season at a minus 139 price against an under 500 Orioles team. I'm at least getting, I think, a solid enough price to warrant sort of a bet here. And look, the Red Sox hit right-handed pitching really well. Jorge Jorge Lopez isn't a great one. That's (laughs) enough. All right. Okay. Jesus Christ. (laughs) What the hell am I? You're not listening to one piece? All right. We get it. I'm going the other way. And I'll tell you why. Four to three yesterday, I had the run line. I'm taking the run line. Nice. If you say a 10-cent line, it's a buck 30 by buying a run and a half. Yeah, I'm taking Baltimore plus the run and a half minus the one thirty. Okay, what's your next pick? And please, let's make it not a, the length of a full length motion picture, John. Let's not do that. Uh, I will go. Look, I'll go with the. I hate to say the Reds, but I'm leaning that way. This might change, but I'm leaning the Reds with Tyler Mayo on the mound, Mitch Keller, uh, two and three with the six point two nine ERA for the Pirates. I'm just. I'm going to take the pitching matchup here and bet the Reds, even at that price of minus one forty eight. Well, I'll tell you what, John, uh, you know, once again, Cincinnati. Are we going opposite again? Oh, no. Well, these are my two picks in baseball. I have two more picks uh, in in the other uh, leagues, but uh, it did show up weekly. Not strong Pittsburgh, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to go on two. The one thing we're going to learn on this show, John and I will come on here some days and go 0 and 4, but we'll also come (laughs) on 4 and 0. We'll also come on 2 and 2, 1 and 3, 3 and 1. Because that's what we do. That's that's gambling. So I'm taking the run line here once again. Now, yesterday it worked for me. That doesn't mean it's going to work today. Because I would prefer Pittsburgh at minus 175 to get that run in half. Because then yeah. the bookie is telling you, oh, you we're going to scare you. You don't want to pay this money for that run in half. So we're going to raise it this high. So even though you need that run in half and you know it's going to win, it's too steep a price. They're making both at 130. So I'm going to take Baltimore, and I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Now, also, uh, today, I have Montreal against Edmonton in the NHL, okay, as a lean, okay? I'm giving you folks who I'm playing. That don't mean you have to play who I'm playing. You could say right. Mike's nuts about Baltimore, John's nuts about Boston. Who knows about this? I may stay away from this game since both of them like it. I'm taking the Montreal Canadiens. It's basically a pick. Montreal probably getting 110. 
uh, by the time this show is over because of the popularity of it and the deluge of people that will be calling in with my Montreal pick. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I'll actually give a little bit of a dog here. And I'm only doing this just because of the home road splits. Uh, but I think it's worth taking a shot on the Rockies. They're 12 and 22. So I, I can already hear, John, why the heck are you taking a team that's 12 and 22 on the money line at plus 155? Baseball. Their, their home record is 10 and 8. They're 10 out of 12 wins are at home. And the Padres aren't a team that's been consistently good. And especially on the road, they're 10 and six, they're a little bit better, but I, I, I would at least lean a little bit. The, uh, the Rockies here. And if you want to be safe, I guess take them on the run line. It's about even money, but I want to take my chance on the Rockies against the Padres today. Okay. And this is Mike's scary pick of the day. And that's a very good <laughs> pick. That that's what we should call it. The scary pick. This is the yeah. one where you start, you know, you go to the candy cabinet at halftime. You might be down 40. Okay. It came out Cleveland for me. I'm not saying you have to get composed, folks. Cleveland plus eight and a half. By the time it gets off, maybe nine. Indiana, who uh, they, they're a pretty good team. Indiana yeah. plays defense. Sabonis is good. I watched them the other night. Love Sa- we love Sabonis around here in Wind Daily Sports. Oh, he's tough. He's very good. <laughs> he's great. Like and he produces. He produces a lot, too. His old man great player. Was good. I'm going to go with, yeah, he does. And I could understand that. Uh, Cleveland, this is a I can't do it, Mike, game. Okay? I can't do it. I can't take it. So this is a game. I'll decide where I'm at, how I feel. I'll read on during the day, but I'm not ready to commit to Cleveland. But I'm leaning a little bit Cleveland right now, which scares me because last night I leaned Orlando. After winning the Baltimore game, I take the Orlando Magic in the NBA, and they got destroyed, absolutely destroyed. So that one there is a maybe so. So that's it, huh? Do yes, it is. No, I, I, I do. No, that, that Rockies one was about as deep as I'll go. That was the scary pick, and I don't think I need to do any more after that. We're going to take that one, John. Hey, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, he's Johnny J. I'm Mike North, WindDailySports.com, the best 20 minutes in all of well, Oh, I love that. Forget about terrestrial radio, about everywhere you go. Although we have plenty of great campers here, some of my favorite people around Wind Daily Sports, and you got Johnny J. How can you go wrong? Go wrong. I'm Mike North. So long, everybody.